Welcome to the fittest podcast in Oakland, where your favorite coaches talk everything to help make you a better person inside and outside the gym. We're back with the fittest podcast in Oakland, and we're talking about stress. But don't worry, it's October. October is our stress management month. So we're going to help you focus and solve how to use stress to your advantage. We're talking the good stresses, the bad stresses, and why it all matters. We're going to give you plenty of tips and tricks to make stress your friend this month. So sit back, listen up, and let's learn all about stress. So are you stressed out yet? <laughs> so stressed. Stress. So stressed out. Life is so stressful. That's that's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it good. It makes me feel alive. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Hence why we've been recording for 30 seconds. We feel more alive. And there's a dog not stressed out because he oh has God, a I love this dog. squishy blue bone. I don't know what kind of dog that is. It's a smallish dog. It looks it looks like size-wise like a corgi, but it's not. But it walks around with this blue squishy toy in his mouth up and down the street. It's so cute. He's it's so a, proud of himself. It's a mutt. It's a mutt. But it's a good mutt. It's a cute mutt. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, the beauty of a beautiful mutt. I don't mutt. feel stressed anymore because I got to look at a cute dog. There you go. Add that to the coping tools. Yeah. Dogs. Dogs. Sure. <laughs> they have dogs. Like my kids have only gone to two different colleges, but they've had, they've have dogs at the colleges for the kids to hang out with. Yeah. I mean, i.e. the emotional sport. <laughs> Animal. All right. Exactly. It's, it, <laughs> if it's for real. It is for real. Yeah. To a, to a point. But if you try and tell me your emotional support chihuahua is a, service animal i'm going to smack you upside the head yes let's not even get started on the airport airplane situation (laughs) any situation any of them when you have to bring your animal in but you're holding it and it's not walking besides you oh dear (laughs) are we talking about dogs today no i wish yeah it might help all of us manage our stress better though is for sure well some of us some people don't like dogs or they're scared of them yeah that too so, so maybe that's a stressor for them. That would be. <laughs> so we are actually talking about October's lifestyle challenge because we have reached the end of September. Focus. And Robin is trying to focus, which makes oh, me it's think. It's not a challenge. It's a focus. Which makes me. Oh, yeah. Did I say challenge? You I didn't. said challenge. Yeah. Well, I'm challenging you all. Screw it. I'm challenging hmm. you. We're going to change it. I'm, I'm stressing you out by using the word challenge. Yeah. So that you understand that that's something but back to september because it makes me think neither of us are doing good with our sugar based on our (laughs) our levels or maybe we're doing really well with them actually i'm not gonna lie i did not do too badly as much as i thought i was um i had two for sure like effort days uh one was burgers and shakes it was like early on. I think it was the first week. My kids brought home like True Burger. And I was looking at that chocolate shake going, I am not going to turn that down. So I had that. And then um, there was some German chocolate pie at some point. And it was really good. So I had that. Acceptable. But the biggest thing, which is what I really wanted to do, is every time I thought about eating something, I, I thought I like stopped. And it was a thoughtful thing. Instead of mindlessly grabbing just junk. So that was great. And I'm going to continue trying to do that. That's That was mine. Good job. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Um, and also, by the way, Ben, my beam at night and my um, Ascent plant-based protein powder I put in everything, neither of them have added sugar. <sighs> so there you go. Uh-oh, folks. I looked on the label. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Meaning you can find something sweet that doesn't have added sugars in it? Yes. 
And oh boy. Yeah. Life is so good. Yes. Well, two takeaways from that. I'm going to repeat this because I had to repeat it last night in a conversation. Fruit is okay. Oh my gosh. Yes, of course it is. <laughs> and yes, the sugar is good for you. But and also the vitamins and yes, the, the exactly. <laughs> and, oh yeah. Do not deny yourself all the goodness. Well, and the example I talked to this person about was, all right, could you eat an entire bag of grapes faster than you can eat an entire bag of M&Ms or you name the candy that yeah, you yeah, yeah. would enjoy? And they said, um, well, definitely the M&Ms. I'm like, that's my point. That's my point. And then let's look at the nutrient, nutrient density and nutrient contents of both of those things. And you go, oh, yeah. yeah. So we're not, we're not in trouble there. Um, also, I would say the M&Ms would do one thing to your bowel system. The fruit would do another thing to your bowel system. And Ben checks the box of talking about poop in a podcast. Jake, good job. Because... I guarantee you, if you ate all that whole bag of fruit, you would... Your butt would explode. Cleanse it. <laughs> cleanse it. Maybe. Well, it might unstop some of you people who, who seem to be grumpy all the time, making me think you're constipated. <laughs> Maybe that's not it. Maybe it's just Maybe the bad, it's just... bad dad jokes that you give me the dirty look about, which mm, is fair, too. Fair enough. Um, so, and then the other thing I noticed in myself is I think I only had one real sugar craving night that I broke down through. What'd so, you have? What'd you have? Oh, I just have, there's Trader Joe's is, is, uh, as every meme on the internet tells you, the Trader Joe's snack aisle is always dangerous. Yeah. So there's usually some type of dark chocolate, sweet, well, it's dark chocolate, salty, sweet thing from there. Like you, you name Like it. the peanut butter cups you can't find anywhere else as good as the ones at Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. Yes, agreed. But I did a better role with that. Um, so it's one of those things. Um, there's a lot of them, but you won't miss it. You won't miss it. You'll feel just fine without it. Unlike something like coffee, where you definitely would miss that if you stopped drinking it right away. I don't think. I. I'll disagree, but yeah. it's okay to miss it too. Like, yeah. like, but that's where, like, you talked about. I'm not missing out on that chocolate shake from True Burger. True. Yeah. Like, yeah. D d go enjoy life. Yeah. Well, and it's like the same thing of like, well, not every day are you going to go to pick the concert of your life. You're not going to do that every day. But that's why it's so special when you get to do it. Yeah. True. And and that that's the thing is like we forget that and then we turn it into an everyday thing. And that's when it becomes problematic. It's not the the one-off that that's where like the a theme i'll talk about later is like you can't mess this up like okay you did it once cool like probably made you feel better probably worked through it and as you said you paused yeah the pausing is the important part like and you know like i, I will tell anybody like well maybe if robin did a big heavy back squat set before that we might have used that fuel to produce muscle. So we win. Who knows? Like, that's the way in which you got to, like, think about these things of they exist for good, too. Not just bad. Yeah. It's, Ooh, and that's going to come up in the, in, the, in, the, in the speaking. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's where I want to remind people is, like, sugar is like anything. It's like fire. It's like a nail. A nail is great to hold something up against the wall. But if I put a nail through my toe, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to get through it rid of nails. I'm just going to make sure that they're not on the floor as I have Home Alone flashbacks. Yes. <laughs> and and you're not a bad person if you if you if you didn't like go September sugar free. It's well, like you're not a bad person. It's fine. Do you remember when my team took his name off the board because he said he failed the thing? That was so sad. And I was like, no, you didn't, dude. You can't fail it. There's one is, yeah. There's, That's there's... why it's not a challenge. <laughs> it's a focus. No, I'm just kidding. It was a challenge. But it was, there was nothing in the challenge that said you had to go. No, you didn't have to be perfect. Guess you had what? to be perfect or else you failed. Yeah. Um, there was just, were you cognizant of it? And what was hilarious was he sent me an email and took his name off the board. I'm like, you were definitely cognizant of it if you wrote me all of that. Yeah. I would say the folks who failed were the ones who were like, oh, yeah, I didn't reflect and realize that I ate sugar for a whole week midway through September. I'd be like, 
that might be your failure of focusing or challenging yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. in a bad way, you know, like, hey, you, you didn't really focus on this. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so. All right. So moving on. Yes. Okay. So that was September. Now we're moving into October. Oh, and just a throwback to food and nutrition. Um, we are going to start publishing the seasonal fruits and vegetables because you were talking about grapes and it made mm-hmm. me think about um, the list of seasonal fruits and vegetables every month. And it's, it's really cool because then you can see what you, sh- you could be focusing on because you don't have to worry about it not being in season. You can get it everywhere. It's not been traveling in a truck, you know, in a plane and um, anyway, we can talk about that another time, but uh-huh. just look out for that for October. Uh-huh. But also we have a lifestyle focus for October and it is, I think you guys know, it is stress management, uh-huh. managing stress, understand for, we're going to help you understand stress and then give you some tips for managing it or using it for your benefit. Right? Yes. Cool. All right. Your first item is stress is good. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Explain. Um, one while I start talking, will you look up the definition of stress for me? Oh, yeah. I loved it. Because I don't think we, we, we haven't we defined it. We define so. it. Yeah. Um, so the reason why I wrote stress is good. I also wrote later and you'll see it here. us talk about it. Stress is bad. Um, because... We do things that stress us every single day. And in doing that, we either generate benefits from it or we generate the consequences or deficiencies. Um, and so there are ways in which to make stress good for you and ways in which to make stress bad for you. And hopefully Robin by now has found Garrett out yeah, what yeah, yeah, stress yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, there's... Um... A force exerted when one body or body part presses on poles. It's a stress of movement, right? Mm-hmm. But I think, and that we are talking about that. The deformation caused in a body by such a force. <laughs> so you get a dent. Um, a, and this is the one I think we're going to really focus on. A physical, chemical, or emotional factor that causes bodily or mental tension and may be a factor in disease causation. And then a state resulting from stress, especially one of bodily or mental tension resulting from factors that tend to alter an existent equilibrium. I like that one. Yeah. Factors that tend to alter an existent equilibrium. I think all of those work. And I think that deformation one is really important Mm -hmm. because I think it's both physical and Mental. mental. Yeah. Because I think we can all say that when we're incredibly stressed out, we are mentally deformed. And I say that in the nicest loving way. Oh, we've deviated from the state we want to be in. Exactly. Um, so back to why stress is good. Okay. Uh, usually when I hand someone a pair of dumbbells and tell them to do bicep curls, there's a smile that comes across their face. Bicep curls. Okay. And we would say that that is stressing the biceps. But the way in which now our arms do not appear flabby anymore and can do things that we've always wanted to do with them or whatever the goal is, we would say that would be a a happiness, (laughs) you know, big muscles, tone muscles, um, ability to throw a baseball 90 mile an hour, the um, ability to do a pull up, the ability to save your child from a burning building because you can now carry them with your strong arms, you know, whatever it is. Um... That we would say is, wow, that's good. Yep. We, we would take that and run with it. And we would be very happy with that stress. The, um, the stress of asking out a significant other. Highly stressful, but sometimes leads to incredible reward. Mm-hmm. Um, the stress of starting a new job. Mm-hmm. The stress of packing to go on vacation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, you know, like all of these things you know the the stress of playing a video game the stress of a thriller movie where you're Mm. sitting on the edge of your seat you go oh my god oh my god oh Oh, wow this is perfect you know like that is a stress where a story has been created behind it that we have turned it into good i think that is that is the biggest thing if you take nothing else away from this whole conversation the story you create behind stress can dictate whether it is good or bad and the beliefs you have behind it and all of that the purpose exactly i was talking to robin 
about burnout. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, well, yeah, if you do stress for too long, you'll burn out. And we can all think of someone who has been stressed for way too long that is nowhere near burnout. And it's the connection, the story, the ideal, the goal, uh, you name it, they've tied it to that. Well, look at raising a kid. Exactly. We're doing it right now. It's like the joy it brings is very stressful, but I mean, it's a good thing. Exactly. Or um, it's a long job. This is a long game, yeah, sir. Yeah. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> oh no, you don't <laughs> have to tell beginning. me. You don't have to tell me. I understand it. I just I, dropped my 19 year old off at college, and it was somewhat stressful. <laughs> as I saw the other day, men don't grow up. We just get older. So <laughs> I was like, yep, that's me in a nutshell. I don't grow up. I just get older. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'm still a child probably at my age. So great. Okay, fine. I will be a child when I'm 65 as well. But your dad isn't burnt out on you. Yeah, he might be sometimes, <laughs> which is fair. Well, your mom isn't. Yeah, she might be a lot of times, but eh, it's okay. Okay. Like, but we all have that thing that, if we created a good enough story around it or um, tied it to a guaranteed success, like I think that was the other thing I talked to Robin about. If I could guarantee a result for you, I said, in one year, you will have this achieved. The perfect body, the perfect job, the perfect relationship. A million dollars. The, the financial freedom <laughs> to do whatever you want, however that's defined. But you have to do these things for the next year. You would do those things yeah. no matter how stressful they were. You would, you, and especially if it was guaranteed, yeah. it was like, no questions asked. This will happen if you do this checklist, we would all do it. We would all figure out a way to handle that stress and do it and probably feel pretty good about it because we knew the result was guaranteed. The problem is, and it's where Robin just takes that deep breath because she knows <laughs> we can't do that. Life is not a guarantee. There's literally no guarantees in life. I don't, I don't care what anyone tells me. Yeah. The money back guarantee is not a money back guarantee. <laughs> right. So, I mean, even I look at NFL contractors, there's ways to get out of guaranteed money, sadly, um, and all sorts of things like that. So that was your obligatory sports reference. Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. We've gotten poop and sports, Our sports, poop and sports. Okay. We're rolling. And I think when people start to see that they can go, okay. This is where stress can be good. Yeah. And and I think we can all agree, like the gym, it is can be incredibly stressful. You name the exercise, I guarantee you feel stress in it. No matter how good or bad it is. You know? Like people left with a big smile on their face after class last night. But I can tell you during those split squats, they would tell me they were stressed the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they left and they're like, oh yeah. I feel better. I'm stronger. Well, I mean, if you're talking about the gym, we are purposely creating stress. That's the basically what we're doing. Exactly. That's how it's effective. Like we're creating stress, load stress, you know, cardiovascular stress, mental stress, um, all of that. And that is when we've learned and created a story to turn stress to good. Yeah. And that's awesome. So, so like, what I'll tell people is one way in which you can manage stress in your life is figure out how to make it good. Figure out how to change the perspective. Like Robin talked about raising a child. It is incredibly stressful when I am trying to get little guy to stop crying, calm down, or I have 10 other things in my brain that need to be done, but he needs my attention. And I will say that a client gave me a perspective on this and Two people, two different people gave me a perspective. One was, think of how lucky you are to actually be able to take the time to pause with that child or whomever, if mm -hmm. you don't have children, your dog, your cat, your significant other, your best friend from high school, whatever it is. Um, think of how lucky you are to be able to take that time. Okay. One, two, go to your last days. They, their reference was, think of your 80. How much would you trade when you are 80? to go back to the most stressful time when this child is, I'll say 13 weeks old. <laughs> I guarantee you when I'm that old and I am on the end of my road, I'm going to be like, hell yeah, where do I put the money down? How do I pay and buy for that? Yeah. And I would do it in a heartbeat. Even with the biggest blowout diaper I've ever had in my life. <laughs> you know, I'm covered in poop. I, I'd probably take it. Yeah. And so that's, that 
is where if you can find that, I won't say uh, maybe solace or perspective. Yeah, I like perspective. Perspective in the moment, it'll change everything. And that's that's the key. And I think the next word I have on there is expectations. Yep. So this is something where, again, stress can turn good or bad depending upon expectations. We've all walked into a situation where our expectations were incredibly high and weren't met. We've all walked into a, sex, expect, to a situation where our expectations were incredibly low and that we were succeeded or exceeded yeah. in that. We have all walked into a situation where we expect things to be absolutely miserable and they're not. Or we walked in and expected them to be absolutely miserable. They weren't, but because we expected it to be, we made it miserable. Yes. <laughs> the what ifs. <laughs> exactly. So one thing I'll tell people is monitor your expectations and look at them. Because maybe they're the thing that's wrong, not the stress. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if you just switch that, um, you know, I talked to a client, his his like problem right now. He says like, Ben, I, I feel like every time I have to come in here, I have to crush myself. I'm like, no, you don't. Why do you have that expectation? Do you think that's how you can adapt and change? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, do you think if we gave the right amount of effort to create the right reaction every time you came in here, no matter what that was, we would still progress? He's like, yeah. So I'm like, that's your expectation. That was a really good one because we hear this a lot. We're starting to change the culture, but we hear this a lot, especially with new people. You mean I don't have to do what's on the whiteboard? <laughs> you know, like, I mean, you laugh, but how many times have you heard that? I laugh because you say that about new people. And I know people have been here way too long. <laughs> and still do that. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but it's that expectation, like, just show up. We don't expect you to be perfect and kill it every time. We don't expect you to do the, the exact reps on the board. So don't expect it of yourself. It really depends. So. Well, and it's where if you feel like you can push, push. If you feel like you need to draw back, draw back. And you might not figure that out until you're three rounds into the 14-minute AMRAP. And then it's like, oh, okay, let's, let's tweak this. But it's not a... What I don't want you to think there is go, oh my God, this stress is too much and it's easier for me to just give in. It's like, hold on, let me lower my expectation here and keep working through this or adjust and slide. It, it is tricky because we do want to stress you out. Mm -hmm. As I said, that's our goal. <laughs> that's how we modify. We stress, recover, and that's how we make changes. If you want to stay the same, if you walk in our gym and you want to stay exactly the same as you are, looking, feeling, then just kind of hang steady but if you want to change anything you have to stress yourself out in many different ways but <laughs> you know that's the tricky part is you don't want me to use the b word no 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 use the b word i'm going to come back to something you said there cool because i i i disagree with this slightly okay you will not stay the same you will go backwards oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Like if you're like, oh, I just want to stay the same. All right. Well, you got to work to stay the same. Yes. You definitely have to work to stay the same. You're right. Ma ma maintain <laughs> your, but most everyone is paying us to make changes. Exactly. Right. Like exactly. Very rarely does someone come. I really want to start your gym because I like me just the way I am. Like, you know what I mean? So I've had a couple people like it's that. It's true. I misspoke. But the point of what I was saying was that. We have to find a way to stress you, but also in a good way and not in a bad way. And it's really not as simple as as that. But I'll I mean, go back. Kind of going down a rabbit hole, but <laughs> not a rabbit hole at all. It goes back to the conversation you, Tamara, and I just had in the in the office. Oh yeah. Like you talked about a major life event that most females go through. Yes. I think all of them, but I, I don't know. Yeah, um, we do. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, fortunately or unfortunately. <laughs> well, probably fortunately, because I'm sure if I asked Tamara and you if you would like to reproduce at your current ages, you'd probably well. be like, <laughs> hell no. Hell no. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's probably a good thing for society, survival, and all these things at the whole. But that clock keeps turning. Yeah. And so that's why I say you're, you're, it is okay to stay the same, but you're going to have to work really hard to stay the same. I think we'd all go, hey, where you are right now, if I told you 10 years from now, you'd be the exact same. 
a lot of us would take it. it I would take it. Yeah. <laughs> you mean I'm not going to go backwards at all? I'm going to be right where I am, even though I'm not happy with where I am right now? Or I, I, I seek further than where I am right now? Yes. Yeah, you it's like, true. The guarantee about, again? I'll take it. Talk about perspective. Yeah. And so, and that's where like, oh, yeah. Let alone like the rest of life is going to do something to you too. So that's where I always say like, come in and it's quite all right some days to coast yeah but also know if every day is a coast i'm going backwards i'm not coasting anymore yeah there is there is no there's literally no cruise control on our bodies no matter how much we try to do it i i, I wish there was yeah and it's <laughs> and it's a good thing i mean we're we're built to adapt yeah all right so there's a lot of good in stress there's some bad Mm -hmm. And I like what you wrote here. Stress is bad. No, that not that part. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote load exceeds capacity. So we all have a daily stress. We all have it. And we all have a capacity to handle that daily stress. And we've all had the breakdowns. We've literally all been there. We've had days in which we've been so freaking stressed out that we break down. Yeah. Whether it winds up in tears, a temper tantrum, a glass of wine, a going to bed and just saying, fuck it, a um, massive argument with someone you care about because you're so stressed out about something else, a, a you name it, whatever coping mechanism it was. It, it's also where it could be an injury. It could be a, you know, failure. It, it's okay because one of the things we can do to turn stress from bad to good is find where that line is and go oh i hit that line today crap all right how do i build back and this is where stress becomes bad when we talk we've talked chronic stress on the podcast before mm -hmm. so where if i'm at this chronic level of stress and i'm never recovering from it or i'm never adapting and changing to it and it's always just beating me down it's like digging a hole and never coming out of it when we exercise, we dig a hole, but we can do a lot of things to recover and rebuild and become better. That's why we exercise. It's to signal recovery and adaptation. Same thing at work. I can work 80 hours a week, but at a certain point I've dug a hole that I can't come out of. It, and that's where like when Robin talked about the balance thing, I go, fuck balance. <laughs> he did. And, and only because I've seen the best in the world. They have no balance. But we would never say they were bad. I'd just go, oh, they're probably bad at relationships. Or they were probably bad at financial management. Or they were probably bad at intellectual pursuits. You know, anything. But we, we would go, oh, but that's because they were so stressed over here. You know, you, you name, that's why they tell you not to meet your heroes. <laughs> because sometimes they're not great and it's okay. Yeah. Um, but to that point, stress being bad is just something to work through and to work on. And chronic stretch has uh, some terrible health. You know, you're risking your health. It's mm -hmm. not great. It, 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 no, it's, it's the, like, if I'm going to pick a disease, that's the one I want to, I can, I want to fight against. Yeah. Because that's the, like, that's the thing killing me. And we see you guys a lot. Things that you say or think or assume are injuries are so many times caused by that chronic stress. And it's, it's not doing you any favors, right? Without that recovery, without the balance, without the other side, um, that's where it becomes bad. I mean, I feel like we don't even, we shouldn't even be labeling good and bad pros and cons maybe, but, um, that's where it becomes a deficit, right? In your, in your overall health. I'll say it's bad because then it leads to poor performance at work. Yes. Poor relationships. Yes. Poor gym performance, poor feelings, poor, you name it. You just feel terrible. Exactly. <laughs> feel bad. You feel bad. You feel like, yeah, it's the worst. I don't like it. It is bad. And I'm going to go back to what you said, Robin. And yeah. I, I wasn't laughing at what you were saying. I was <laughs> laughing at the conversation we had with someone this morning who was dealing with an injury. Yeah. That goes, oh, yeah, because this massive project at work was due at the exact same time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you mean 
all the normal out of the gym stress quadrupled, tenfolded. So now you have zero capacity to go then stress in the gym. So what happens? The thing that used to be a good stressor for you turns into a bad stressor for you. Boop! Which just creates even more stress because <laughs> now you're in pain and you're not sleeping and yeah. <laughs> and so it was like, all right. And we gave that person a bunch of tools to cope with the current stress and hopefully recover from it. Yeah. And, you know, you got to be patient with this stuff. It took, it took a while to get you in the hole. It's going to take a while to get out of the hole. But don't just stay in bed. But also, like, understand that the hole is not a bad thing. Like, Robin said this already, like, pros and cons. Like, the hole might be, this is what makes you as strong as humanly possible. This makes it so the next bump in the road, you're like, this is nothing. You know, this is the pothole in Oakland that I just kind of swerve around and don't have a problem with anymore. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, we talked about that in our resilience podcast and a couple of different ones. Um, It definitely builds, you, makes you a stronger person. So that, there's another pro. We all admire someone who's come out of a lot. Yes. True. And they're all big and strong. And we all make fun of the person, whether it's the three-year-old crying over spilled milk for the first time in their life and they think the world is over, or the snobby rich person that doesn't have um, the valet there in two seconds or less. Like, we've all made fun of those people. Yeah. Where you're like, why are you freaking out about the fact that the valet didn't pull up when you stepped on the curb. Well, we call those first world problems. <laughs> exactly. You know, we, we mock that stuff. It doesn't mean it's not real stress. Because that could be the worst thing that's ever happened exactly. to that person. Exactly. And isn't that the saddest thing you've ever heard? Yes. Um, but we would never tell that three-year-old like, oh, you're never going to have a bad day again. It'd be like, hey, this is okay. Yeah. This will be all right. You will work through this. YBF. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. So... Let's talk about that stress where you're in the middle of it and you're just, you've be, you've almost become overwhelmed by it and, and your heart's racing and all that crazy stuff. We have some tools that we would like to talk about. Um, so last year when we did this podcast, we did it on breath. Right. And when we talked about changing it, we talked about moving to stress management because we both agreed like that's way more important than just breathing. But one of the best ways to manage stress is the breath that Robin just took right there. I can't even tell you how much I used to make fun of breathing exercises and how much I've embraced it. And it's so, it's free. It doesn't take any time at all to learn. And it's so effective. Like just, if you've never tried it, try it. It's that I'm, you muted the example of you're in traffic, you're late for something, you're, you're, your heart rate's, you're sweating. What do you do? You can't control the traffic. You can control your breathing. Or like, I, I don't, I, I hope people recognize this when I, when I yell at them in the gym and yell is probably the wrong word. Cause it's not, it's never a yell. It's a walk up quietly next to them and go two deep breaths and go. Yeah. It, it, it's like, all I'm telling you is like, you're freaking out. I could see you stressing out. Take two deep breaths and then execute. Yeah. And it, it's when you start to do that, you start to go, oh yeah, I'm not breathing. Or like. Double unders. Double unders. People are like, just keep missing. They're just like, you can just see them. Just so they're wild eyes. Right. And you're just like, take three breaths. Try again. You know, like <laughs> it's amazing. It just changes everything. I'm going to give this person a big pat on the back. No, okay. he is a double under uh, machine, mm-hmm. but he does them in the most tense, stressed out, crazy manner. Oh. So they start to break down. Yeah. So him and I have been working on relaxing during double unders. Uh. And so like I called him and I told him and he was kind of getting it, kind of not getting it. And then I was like, no, watch. And I showed him like 10 of the easiest, smoothest double unders I could possibly do. And he's like, that's all I have to do. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he didn't go from where I was or from where he was to where I was, but he at least took it down four notches. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, now we can start working on that. Now we can start being calm under pressure, which is going to make you feel better and execute better. Yeah. Notice those things about yourself. Like you're death gripping something, right? Your knuckles have turned white or 
with me, I'll tell you right away, the decibel level goes up. Mm -hmm. Like I start talking louder and louder and my kids have helped me a lot with that. They're like, why are you yelling? It's Mm -hmm. like, I am yelling because I'm stressed, you know, (laughs) it's like, it's crazy. Start noticing those things. Mm -hmm. And then you can, yeah, you could do some breathing. Uh, Ben wrote perspective. We talked about perspective already, but bring it back into what's really happening right now. Mm-hmm. Right now, not mm-hmm. what's going to happen, what could happen, what maybe will happen, but what's happening right now. What can I control? What can I control? Like talk yourself through, play it forward if you must to control your stress. But for most people, that's just be in the here and now. Um, so yeah, and you can do that in the gym, right? Your heart rate spiking. You're just like, I'm going to die. It's like, no, you've done this before. And you haven't died. You're going to be okay. You've actually walked out the door with a smile on your face, like you just said. I do it in a couple different ways. One, I shock myself with a cold shower. You want to change your perspective? Make yourself really cold or really, really hot really quickly. Mm. And that's why Robin goes, <laughs> mm, because she knows how much that's just going to draw you in to focus on that. That's true. Nothing else. Um, that changes your perspective. The other thing is change the story change like i talked about the kiddo like i change that story every time and i go that's what it is and about the john peterson yep wisdom i know it didn't come from him but for me it came from him (laughs) it's like instead of i have to do this i get to do Mm -hmm. yeah that Mm -hmm. that, yeah super helpful exactly and and when we or or better yet um in the injury time no it's gonna hurt it's okay Mm-hmm. It's it's okay to hurt. It is okay to feel pain. What we have to figure out is when is that pain benefiting me and when is that pain hurting me in the same way we do with stress. And when you can start to figure that out or just trust it. it, it and this is one of the hardest things I'll say for people. Trusting yourself is actually the harder part. Not the people around you. Trusting yourself. Like, I can actually do this. Or I can actually build back from this. Or if I do the right things, this will be successful. Mm-hmm. And it might not look like what you originally said it would look like, but that might be better that it doesn't. And pain is a teacher. Exactly. I will tell you, when I start getting lazy with that brace, I remember how it feels to have an achy back and have that, you know, pain go down your leg. Like, it's like, oh, this sucks. And uh, yeah, brace harder, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, you also said relationships, um, ways, this, these are back to tools to manage stress when it becomes overwhelming and it's not a good thing anymore. Breathing perspective relationships this is basically being around people, connecting with other people, especially people that make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, it is such an undervalued. Well, I mean, some people do value it, but I find it, it it's a little bit undervalued and it's, it is amazing. You call up your sister or whoever, have a FaceTime, go out for coffee, you know, all of that stuff. It really does help. Have the person you can vent to. Oh, yeah, for sure. Have, have the person say, I need 10 minutes to just vent it out. Yes. And it's like, and and give them that role. Yes, please. I mean, especially if you have a spouse, you need to say, I don't want this problem solved. I mm-hmm. want to vent. Yes. And understand that if you are the one trying to help someone. Yeah. I am a solution person. Yes. So sometimes I need to shut my mouth and go, yep, yep, yep. Everything is fucked. Yep, yep, yep. And then 10 minutes, I go, can I help now? And maybe I can or nope, nope. We're going to let it just ride. Nope. <laughs> yep. And a lot of people, pe- people need to solve their own problems. They don't need you to help them. Mm-hmm. It's really important. Um, but you do need to get that stuff out. I mean, it, it's toxic. It is. Even if it's you're wrong and you still want to vent. No, you know, just get it out. It, um, it, it's where you're processing the stress mm-hmm. through verbal altercation. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of us are very verbal. I know I am. But it's also where they, they've talked about how like that primal growl or like yell can help people too. Yeah. And, it's like, okay, well. and just having someone see in their face that compassion and that they hear you and that it's okay. It's so, yeah, it'll yep. soothe that. Mm-hmm. Cause we all have that secret fear that we're the weird one, right? You know, like what I'm feeling is outrageous and it really isn't usually. <laughs> or it is. And that's okay. We're all weird. 
Well, but no, but I mean, other if we're all human though, but we yeah. have a lot of the same experiences, right? Exactly. So you're not, you're not crazy. It's just that person made you crazy that day or whatever. Yeah. All right. And to do things that make you happy, that fill you with joy. Mm-hmm. That's another one. It's just, again, it's free for the most part. <laughs> um, but yeah. Or it's not free and that's okay sure, too. Yeah. Like, like. Like I love live music and I know it's, I don't even care. I'll go see a marching band at a halftime show. I love live music. It brings me joy. In the same vein, like, okay, spoil yourself. You're not going to do that every day, but that will make you go back to, all right, I need to do these stressful things to build and gain this freedom here. Yeah. So have the free tools and have the stupid expensive tools. Hell yeah. Um, you need both, whatever it is. Um, and no, go to the next thing. Cause I'll go down a rabbit hole. Well, there. you had, um, I don't know if these are under this or if they're more tools. They're both. Okay. Because that goes to the next piece of, you don't have to be in balance all the time. Or as you put it. <laughs> Fuck balance. Fuck balance. Because the people who are incredibly successful don't have balance. But also the same way the people who are incredibly unsuccessful don't have balance. And I say Life is messy, man. You're not it's gonna if you're chasing balance all the time, it's it's a little tougher. Well, and I hate to break it to you, but if you have it perfectly balanced out, you're comfortable. Yeah, get out, get out. And, that and I'm going to say you're full of shit <laughs> <laughs> okay. and you're missing something there because either you're stupid, comfortable, and that's problematic because that's where you get complacent. You don't realize what's going on and you're going to miss something or you're so focused on making things balance out that you're actually making things unbalanced. And, and that's... I want to be clear, we're not putting down chasing balance. I shouldn't have said that way because for a lot of people that is very necessary. They need that. It's mm-hmm. important, right? Because you're overworked and you're overtaxed and you need to, you know, fill up your cup and, and balance that out a little. We're not talking about that. We're talking about you're not necessarily going to be in balance all the time and that's okay. <laughs> Well, to get back into balance, you have to unbalance the other way. Like you, we all have the scale metaphor, right? The 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 scales of justice or the two things on or each the side. The teeter totter. Well, for me to put this teeter totter back to even, I have to either take something way off the the one that's way down, or add something way heavy to the one that's way up. Yeah, and that's not going to be balanced. No, <laughs> and that's okay. It is okay. <laughs> all right, so you put seasons. And that's where seasons come in. Yeah. You're going to have seasons of incredible stress. And you're going to have seasons of incredible unstress. Yeah. Um, this is where like people go, well, I have this vacation. And it's for some, it's like I earn the vacation and that's when I actually get to relax. They can't do the relaxing in the moment. I'm like, okay, cool. That's fine. But we all can agree that person probably goes nuts about day five of the vacation because they're like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm getting itchy. I need to do this. Yeah. And then we know the other people who are like, nope, I'll just find this little piece of vacation every week and grind through that and have fun with that. That's okay too. And so finding seasons when it's like, nope, this is the stress season or nope, this is the non-stressing season. Um, it can be tied to the holiday seasons even, um, and well, that, I always think of a college student, mm-hmm. like you are super stressed when you're in college, but it's, it's a season of your life, right? Mm-hmm. And it's an amazing one. I wish I could go back and do it again. Um, but it's really, really, really stressful. And circling back to what we first started talking about, it's for a reason. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's good stress, but also it, it has to be temporary. You cannot stay in that place forever. I don't think, um, but yeah. That's a season of your life. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's where you have to then balance the recovery piece, the um, the expectation piece, and all of those things. Yeah. Sleep. Um, you cannot sleep when you're dead. You're dead when you're dead. So if you if you don't rest, if you don't sleep, you will not be able to continue working at the capacity that you're trying to work at. So the stress will just become worse and the production will go down and you will find that everything falls apart. 
Yeah. And there's no point in putting yourself through stress if there's no end game, right? If the end game is going to just get worse and worse, the production goes down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're, 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 um, referring to I'll sleep when I'm dead. That comment. That yeah. comment. Yeah. <laughs> you know, That's like exactly that. what I'm, I'm referring to. <laughs> or it's an uneducated approach to how valuable sleep is to me actually taking the stress and managing it or, Oh wow. No, when I sleep, then I can actually perform and turn the bad stress into good stress and actually execute. Like when people do a crazy special ops mission, they might not sleep for a week, but I guarantee you when they come back home, they sleep for a week Yep. and they, they figure out how to, and they, they channel that. And that's the key is it's like, Oh yeah, there's, there is a rest and recovery here. There is a timeline there. And that is what's important. And food fuel, same idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're filling that cup. I like that cup met metaphor where if your cup is empty because of stress and whatever, or you've been to the gym and you're just completely depleted, or you just had a bad day, you got to fill that cup up. You don't have to, but if you don't, it's harder to function with an empty cup. Mm -hmm. And it's also we're understanding like, food and fuel that can cause stress if you eat foods that stress you they will cause problems but that's okay don't eat all the time yeah. <laughs> eat eat when it's necessary to fuel like we don't drive around filling up our gas tank the whole time because if you've ever left your gas tank on you realize or gas tank open you realize the check engine light comes on <laughs> yeah but if you didn't go and fill up your gas tank you would very quickly run out or charge your electric car whatever you have yeah 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 <laughs> and so this is where all of this relates back to we have good stressors we have bad stressors find the tools that work for you to turn more of those stressors into good stressors than bad and just keep plugging along you're doing great yeah <laughs> you know like you, you can't I wrote this on the board. I don't know if it's in Robin's picture, but you can't fuck it up. No. <laughs> you can't. And no matter how bad you think you fucked it up, you could probably come back from it. For sure. Because people worse than you have fucked it up more than you and come back from it. Yep. You know, and, and at the end of the day, we all wind up dead. <laughs> <laughs> so to go as morbid as possible. And then you don't have any more stress. And, well, you, you might. I don't know. If you're reincarnated as a bug in some yeah. you know, religions, <laughs> or if you go to uh, hell versus heaven in some religions, or, you know, you go nowhere. I mean, I'm, what do you I'm, think's more stressful, heaven or hell? I mean, I don't know. I know. I've not it's, been to either. It's a really interesting thought. <laughs> we'll discuss it on our theology podcast. <laughs> Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> no, Ro I don't usually theology. turn down Robin's podcast ideas, but that one I'm going to. All right. Because so that would be a bad stress for we're me. We're not going to get into One from theology. the self-guilt and problematic of religion for me. Don't go that deep. Don't, don't, don't analyze that. Don't go that deep. Let's go back to stress. <laughs> but also from the, I don't need to talk about that. That's the, the what is it, the, the three that you don't talk about at the Thanksgiving it's table? Politics. Politics, religion. religion. Yeah. 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 My, my, yeah, and that's okay. But yeah, so let come in. Um, if you have concerns about your stress level, or you're not sure if you're stressed enough in the gym or in the proper way, or you feel like stress is keeping you from doing your best at the gym, what should they do? This is my podcast special. <laughs> you have so many people in the gym, whether it's a coach whether it's the squat buddy next to you, whether it's the random passerby at the 5 p.m. class. Come, come and, and show up, but also check in with your coach. Exactly. This is one of the things that you might want to talk to your coach about one on one and mm -hmm. not in a group setting. It, it's the, it goes along with food and sleep and your relationships and all of that stuff. Like talk to us. It can really help your performance in the gym if you kind of manage some of this other stuff, including stress. And that's why I chuckle yeah. because I had a conversation about this and I'm like, but your stress is different than this person's stress. And I made the example of this person comes twice a week. So they have to go hard today where you're coming five days a week. If you didn't go as hard today, you would still get more because they're, you're not coming. They're going to come three more times than them. Yeah. And then he's like, really? 
I'm okay with it. Yes. <laughs> and different people, speaking of seasons, different people's different seasons of your life, you need different kinds of stress in the gym. Mm-hmm. So if you need some of that custom stuff or you're curious about it, bring it to us one-on-one. Because the it is a disservice for me to try and answer that in 30 seconds or less for you. Hell yeah. And especially, again, I mean, a lot of the stuff is not stuff you want to share with the whole class. Um, I know I don't. Hence why I say 30 seconds or less, because it's probably the only amount of time you can pull me aside and have have a full conversation on it. Yeah. Check in with us. We love talking about this stuff, obviously. (laughs) So with that, are we done? I think we're done. All right. Well, so. we'll see you next month. Oh, we got a tease. Uh, I was going to say, oh, yeah. before we go down that, um, Kristen Gustafson. Dr. Gustafson? Sure. I, I think KG, yeah. keep me in line here. Um, she's a doctor to me no matter what. I don't yeah. care if it's on a piece of paper or not. Yeah, pretty sure um, she is. Yeah. She is going to help us manage our stress. One. Yeah. Two, talk about how our thoughts and our feelings yeah. cause and help stress. Talk about how our behaviors cause and help stress and talk about how all of these component parts work in and out of the gym. Yep. Did I miss anything there? Well, KG is a mental health professional. So we're going to, within the scope of the gym, we are not mental health professionals, but we do have an expert in that we're going to be talking to about just some basic stuff that you may or may not know. Um, and that could also help you in the gym. And we're really excited about having her expertise because we only know so much about, we just know a little about a lot of things, right? So this is going to get us a little bit more in, into that. So, and it'll probably be a, couple of episodes so look for that you will not regret it exactly this is where we take the inner voice podcast and we make it better yeah we take other podcasts where we've talked about things and we make it better because of taking what we've learned from kg yeah and so we get to have her share and you don't have to listen to robin and i not too much (laughs) (laughs) or just the right amount Mm -hmm. yeah okay all right go be stressed today yeah in the good way. In the good way. <laughs> Bye. Bye.